Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to The Paddock and the Pavilion with me, your host, Stephen Wallace. We have now reached episode 225 of a show which is always looking for inspirational stories. If you follow the show, who can forget the inspirational stories of jockeys Jacob Pritchard Webb and Ron Hutchinson, the saving of Park Lane Stables with Natalie O'Rourke, Roland Butcher, the first black cricketer to play for England, and the story of the trailblazing trainer, Ellen Challoner, the first woman trainer. If you have missed any, do go back and check our archive of shows. Today's show is equally inspiring. Back in mid-July, I spoke to Shazia, the 21-year-old Afghanistan women's cricket captain who fled the turmoil in her country in the autumn of 2021, en route to safety in Australia, to resume her cricketing career. In this compelling hour-long podcast, Shazia talks about her love of cricket, the challenges as a woman she faced playing in an environment where many did not approve, and how she escaped from this war-torn area through the help of the Australian Cricket Board. Hello Shazia, thanks for joining us on The Paddock and the Pavilion. Uh, hi, Stephen. Thank you so much for having me. And it's it's my pleasure to talk to you. How are you in uh, Canberra? Um, Very well, thank you. Well, in this podcast, we're going to chat about your cricketing journey, leaving Afghanistan and your cricketing future. But I'd like to start with your... 2022-2023 season in Australia. You've been playing for East Lake Cricket Club. You've had a good season. Uh, yeah, that's right. Um, I'm playing uh, for East Lake Cricket Club. Yes, it was a great season. It was my first season and um, I contributed very well to my team and um, they were happy from my performance and um, at the end of the season, uh, they appreciate me with the award as well because uh, my best bowling was 644 um in one day cricket also uh, cricket ICT gave, gave me an uh, honor to be a um, uh, women's uh, team of the year to be part of the women's team of the year uh, so i would say that was a great start for my cricket journey in australia what form of cricket are you playing is it 50 overs 20 overs um, yeah, so usually we uh, uh, girls are playing um, 50 hours and um, 20 hours game. So this is first and second grade uh, teams. And you're bowling, you're a slow bowler, is that right? Um, actually, I used to bowl uh, baseball when I was in my country. Um, uh, when I came to Australia, so... Um, in our team, there was lots of baseballer, 
and and I was able to do leg break as well. So uh, my coaches um, gave me an advice that if you could bowl uh, slow bowl um, and especially leg break, uh, leg is a, a bit uh, tough to judge. So that would be more useful. So I changed my uh, bowling style from base bowling to the leg break. So currently I'm I'm a I'm a bowling all-rounder and I'm doing a leg break ball. So what number are you batting as well? Um usually uh under the top order better. How how do you find the conditions uh in uh, Australia compared to Afghanistan? Um I would say uh Afghanistan and Australia is uh, like two different worlds and um um there is lots of difference between Australia and Afghanistan. In Afghanistan, in cricket, in everything, uh, especially in cricket and sports. So, girls and boys in Australia has lots of facilities, opportunities, and they they can decide what to do and uh, in which side they can make your uh, their career. But it's so hard in Afghanistan to decide what to do in the future, especially for women. Um, this is so hard. I was thinking about the, the actual cricket pitches in, in uh, Australia. How do they compare to the Afghanistan ones? Um, actually, uh, Australian, as everyone knows, this is a more grassy pitches and uh, um, they're more helpful for the pace bowler, but um, I'm not very experienced in in Australia right now. But um, it has lots of like different type of pitches, um, and we had um, in Afghanistan a different one. And um, according to the situation and weather, um, obviously there is a, a big difference. Have you been made really welcome though playing at East Lake? Uh, a lot. Uh, I really love my team. Uh, they're so kind. They they're very supportive, and uh, they welcomed me as a as a family member, and they supported me in in every situation. Uh, when I started uh, uh, my cricket season, so I was uh, nervous because um, situation in Afghanistan and in Australia it's just totally different thing, and. Um, I couldn't find myself like um, how I used to play in Afghanistan and uh, uh, there was a bit difference. Uh, so they always gave me courage and uh, like everyone from Cricket ACT and my friends and those people that, that they helped us. Um, so they're very, uh, very kind and uh, nice people. So you got used to playing with and against Australians then? Um. Um, actually, uh, I never, <laughs> I never thought of that, but, uh, maybe if the situation was uh, like normal, maybe, <laughs> but, um, actually I, I really enjoy playing cricket in Australia because, um, there, uh, you, you are facing challenges because there's lots of talent talented girls and they're, um, doing their best to, um, to get their self in best position. So you will face lots of uh, challenges and, uh, and the things that they, they will push you 
um i know this is quite different from afghanistan but uh, you can learn more and more uh, like literally every day you can uh, if you are doing like normal practice you, you will learn lots of things very competitive as well i guess um it is <laughs> yeah uh, when i was uh, when i was young when i was child so uh, and when i knew about the cricket and uh, especially women cricket um australia was my favorite team and um um i was big uh, fan of elizabeth because she was the uh, first person that i saw her video on youtube um actually uh, we had um main coach uh, for the boys from australia um actually i i don't remember his name but uh, he also told me uh that we also have a, a women cricket team in australia and i was uh, um i told him really and he said yeah let me show you someone so he showed me elise perry um video on youtube and when i saw her so i uh, instantly i be- i became her fan and uh, uh i was following her um cricket and uh, um and uh, uh she, she's still my favorite and uh, uh i um i respect every player and uh, their hard work and their talent um uh, but everyone has some someone special <laughs> so my uh, uh i really like uh, lisa bay well she's still going strong when she got 99 in the uh, women's uh, test match uh yes so uh she's like my ideal so uh, i wanted to work as much as hard uh, she's doing it and um uh, she's a good example for many cricketers and uh many girls uh for young girls so they can follow them and there's lots of young uh, uh cricketers that they have different uh, um uh favorite players and as you said they are very competitive yes they are so as you can see they um they won like world cups um so we can see they they're most competitive um team to find out more of how shazia has settled into her cricketing life at east lake cricket club i spoke to the club's wicketkeeper carly eaton How did Shazia join up with East Lake Cricket Club? Uh so one afternoon it was actually uh I think towards the end of COVID um we started training again um down at Kingston Oval uh and we noticed uh, a group of of girls off to the side um and they were watching us train and they looked really interested uh and uh eventually we sort of a couple of us went over and and asked them if they'd like to join in uh and and they sort of talked amongst themselves and uh and went away uh, and came back uh with um more more women um and then yeah as a group they decided um you know to join in with our drills um Zia's uh one of the, was one of the better english speakers so she did a lot of the the translating between um us and, and some of the other players uh and and that was sort of the catalyst they became involved um in our club uh and then 
the following year, uh, they sort they sort of spread around different clubs uh, in Canberra um, as they'd found uh, more permanent housing. Uh, but Zia really, really wanted to to play with us at Eastlake. Um, and so, yeah, she registered with us and you know, now she's, yeah, a very solid member of our team. Well, that's great to hear. We, we were talking off air, Eastlake uh, in Canberra, and you've got first and second grade cricket there. That's right. Yeah. So um, we've got a, a combined first grade uh, women's where we combine with um, one of our neighbouring clubs in Queanbeyan. Uh, and then we've got our own second grade team. Um, so Zia plays across both of those. She's very talented talented cricketer um, and is absolutely capable of playing at the first grade level. Um, but, yeah, also uh, gratefully uh, plays for us in second grade and and really uh, uh, really helps us, uh, particularly with her, her bowling, um, but she's quite, quite the batter as well. You had a great season last season. Yeah, we made um we made the grand final in both formats. Um so the T twenties and the forty over forty over games. Um and, and Zia was definitely a key part uh in both of those, uh taking wickets and, and making runs. Unfortunately, we didn't quite get the premiership in in either format. Um but yeah, it was definitely an exciting, exciting finish to the season. And as a wicket keeper, you know a lot about her bowling. I certainly do. Yes, yep. She's a very handy spin bowler, uh, and and has a really uh, zippy quick ball uh, that you really got to watch out for. And it it tricks a lot of batters uh, and gets through a lot. And and once it hits middle stump, there's yeah, there's a lovely rattle. And Shazia won an award at the end of the season from the club. Yes, yeah. Uh, she won a bowling award, um, taking six for four during the season uh, was quite remarkable. I think that's it's up there in the league for uh, certainly for some of the best bowling stats um, ever in in Canberra women's cricket, and uh, also won the captain's award. So the six for four were any of those um, dismissals down to the wicketkeeper Carly? <laughs> I don't know that you could put any of them uh, down to me. <laughs> I actually can't even remember, um, yeah, how those how those six went. Uh, but I have no doubt that there are a couple of catches uh, in there and uh, I'd say she hit the stumps uh, cleanly on a few of them too. How is Shazia fitted in at Eastlake? Because it's a really inspiring story, this. Yeah, um, she's so lovely. Uh, her, both her and her sister um, have really fitted in there. They're almost, I'd say they're almost, um, you know, Aussie larrikins in their own way. They've got a really cheeky sense of humour. They joke around with us. They um, joke joke about each other. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, we we love both of them. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say um, about Zia. It's, yeah, she's a pleasure to have in the team. Uh, she's a lovely person, but she's really, really driven in her cricket um, as well. She's... she's ambitious and works hard to um to improve herself just away from the cricket and before we talk about your your own sort of cricketing journey what's it been like living in australia because you've been there i don't exactly know how long you've been there but what's it been like living in australia where are you working Um, where are you working as well um uh, right now in australia yeah so right now in Australia, uh, I'm working part-time at IKEA um, and uh, also living in Australia is, is the, Australia is a great place, like 
you can um you can decide what to do and uh, there is no any security problem especially for women and there there is lots of opportunities for women and uh, they can show their talent and abilities um i never thought that um i would be migrant again uh, to uh, such a country but australia was my uh, always my favorite but i never thought that i will be in australia and i will be living in australia um and i have been in australia for more than one year and uh, uh, when we came for the first time i am um, uh for myself i i was so busy and like it was so hard uh, when we left uh, everything uh, and we came to australia but they were so welcome uh, they they were the government uh, supported us the uh, cricket australia and um, the local teams and cricket ict in canberra um so they they welcomed us in very good uh, way uh, but still um like um we have to do like lots of uh, hard work uh, to show and to show our ability and um, to show our skills because this is something like when you are starting your journey from zero uh, or maybe from number 1 or 2 so you have to go step by step and this is not easy thing um uh, even in in every uh, side so i studied uh, uh i have bachelor degree in business administration uh, from my country and also i worked for seven years in a concern cricket board um as well as uh, uh i worked lots of for women's rights and uh, women advocacy uh, since when i was in high school uh, but still there's lots of big difference between countries but you have to do like as a migrant you have to do more things like it, it is like something you build your career in your country for like in certain level and um and you were the person that everyone will recognize you but when you are moving to another country um they appreciate what you did but it's still like not the same um you have to do more and more um and getting jobs it's it's another challenge and uh, showing you were a, a cricket a skills this is another challenge and when you don't know how to um support yourself or have to develop your skills um and there is like other challenges uh but this is the great place but by the time uh, we can learn uh and have to uh have to live our life but the great thing is um uh, in almost in every in every site uh, we have someone like uh there's people so helpful and supportive so when we um if they can't so they they can help us so in every section but as i said as a migrant and moving to another country it's totally different so you have to do more hard work and you have to do more uh mm, uh more hard work and struggle to to really show what you are so it's not a, a easy journey again right thank you thank you very much for for that i wanted to go back to your own first interest in cricket um when and how did you 
in Afghanistan, um, you've mentioned Elise Perry, but how did you first get interested and start playing cricket? Uh, when I was uh, four and a half year, I guess uh, uh, we were in Pakistan. So because of the war, my parents moved to Pakistan. So I was doing gymnastics in Pakistan. So um, um, I had lots of gold medals in, in my gymnastic career. And uh, um, and uh, I did uh, uh, so hard work, hard work as a child uh, to uh, to be a champion in certain games. And uh, when we came back to Afghanistan, uh, when they for the first time when the Taliban they, uh, left our country, so we came to Afghanistan again. And uh, I was doing gymnastic. By the time I grew up, so. Um, in our society, uh, women and as a religion believes, so uh, girls and women should do hijab. So before that, I was dressing like boys. So uh, when I grew up, so I stopped uh, doing gymnastics and um, I started hijab and uh, I was going as a normal kid to school. But one day um, uh, from Afghanistan Cricket Board, there were um, a people came to our school and they wanted to um, to see if there is any um, any girls uh, like to play cricket or to school have a cricket team. Um, in this time, uh, Afghan boys cricket team were famous in our country and uh, they were my first inspiration to love cricket and to uh, keen to join the cricket journey. So I raised my hand and I said, uh, I, I want to start uh, cricket now because um, I was in sports world from my uh, childhood. So I wanted to be in the um, sports industry. And uh, um, it was good that um, according to our beliefs, religion beliefs, that I was able to do my hijab and uh, the dress that and the jersey that we are wearing, it is uh, appropriate for for the community as well in Afghanistan because the um there was lots of ideas between community and people that um they they were not allowing their their daughters and sisters to do some any kind of sports. So I gave uh, this idea to my family and I told them that cricket is a good sport and. Uh, when I was a kid, so I was doing gymnastics and when I grew up, so everyone is saying, you, you are now younger, so you can't do gymnastics. So now I have cricket. So I want to do, I want to jump to the cricket and I want to try. And my family supported me, especially my brother. And um, he was so keen and he, um, he told me, um, just go for it and uh, uh, we, uh, if you like it, so just try. So I started my cricket journey from high school, um, and we had cricket uh, a competition between schools. So I played uh, school cricket, and then um, when I was in school, so I got um, formal contract from Afghanistan Cricket Board as a playing coach because there was lack of um, um, women uh, coaches and uh, technical staff. Uh, in in Afghanistan, uh, if uh, the technical staff or management uh, management staff is women, so they're uh, happy to allow uh, their daughters and sisters to go and to play this uh, certain sports. 
So this was an option um, that for me as well that I I can have other girls to come and join and play cricket. And um, um, literally, I start my journey as as a single player because uh, when the girls were playing cricket in cricket uh, in schools, they were not allowed to go out of school and play cricket because there could be media, there could be other people that they can watch women play cricket it was not a good idea for them so um i i had an idea that uh, i have to be an example and if uh, i want to convince someone so i have to show them that uh, i'm playing cricket and nothing is wrong with the cricket so they can play and uh, they can have support uh, so um this was the my um so I got in, inspired from our uh, boys team and uh, they were so uh, keen to play and they they had good achievement at that moment. So I, I become a cricketer and I become uh, my school captain. So how old were you when, the, when you, you're talking about high school? So what sort of age were when, um, when you I first I think I was uh, 11 or 12 years old. You you explained there how difficult it was for uh, a woman to be playing cricket in Afghanistan. Can you just explain sort of the challenges um, that even though the government had changed, there would still be some men who wouldn't like you playing cricket? Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Um, it was so challenging playing cricket in Afghanistan for every player uh, that they love to play for their country and to have some achievement. Um, because there was not just like community ideas or the mindset that they had and that they have, uh, but there was security problem. And even we were receiving phone calls that we have to stop we have to stop what we are doing and we have we don't have to go and to do some work and we don't have to do cricket. And the only thing that uh, we had, we, we just changing our uh, SIM card and numbers and we were, we were just moving on. And uh, it was so hard. Even when we wanted to go out from home, we didn't tell anyone that where we are going and uh, what we what we are going to do. And most of the girls, they, they, their relatives didn't know what what they are they doing uh, in sports or not they were they just knew about uh, they're doing some study but not sports especially cricket uh, it was so challenging for everyone and uh, um our team was so brave and they and they so they faced the challenges and they came to the ground and they wanted to play cricket and uh, uh, we wanted to change the idea for women's it was very hard journey that when uh, even I was going to the families and I was talking to the families that um, you can come to our office. There is uh, uh, you can see the environment. You can see the uh, when we are playing. It was so hard. So we, when I'm watching uh, young uh, girls in Australia and uh, when I have a chat with them, so I'm telling them that you you have to be uh, very happy and grateful and thankful for your country and that you are living in because no most of the girls they don't have the chance to go outside of home or even play cricket it was so challenging 
as I said, we had lots of security problems, uh, especially for women. And there was lots of like bomb blasts and even they were killing people on the street. Um, and uh, even we were watching uh, war in front of our eyes. And then we were deciding to go to and continue our study and our work. Um, and one day I remember my mom asked me, just we, there was a war between um, um, our past government and, uh, um, and some other people. And uh, um, the war uh, continued for eight or 12 hours. Um, and after uh, when, um, uh, uh, when it turned to uh, eight or nine a.m., my class used to start, and I told my mom that I want to go to my class. And my mom said, "Just right, like uh, half an hour ago, and or uh, one hour ago, the war is just stopped, and uh, the area is blocked. How you can go to the uh, your class?" I said, "Mom, this is." Our country situation, we can't change it. So, but we can't stop ourselves to um, gain something, to get some education, um, to understand other language, to uh, because this will help us. And this will help our country uh, to be more uh, good and independent in the future. If uh, we young generation stopped doing that, so who else will go to? classes and will do work as i said they were facing lots of bad situation and uh, um uh, there was lots of security problem for them but they still had uh hopes that one day everything will be fine and uh, women can go to school get education and do their um sports but unfortunately um, it, it didn't stay long. How did you um, get recognised by the Afghanistan Cricket Board? Because you were one of the 25 cricketers who were given a contract in uh, is it November 2020. Um, yeah, so as I said, uh, I was also working in Afghanistan Cricket Board. So uh, at, the, in, um, at the time... Um, Afghanistan Cricket Board had, when they have the facilities, so they, they were sharing with the girls and they were giving opportunities to them. And uh, we had lots of programs for uh, Afghan women uh, cricket. And uh, uh, after uh, many years, finally, we gave 25 uh, girls contract. And it was a great achievement for Afghanistan Cricket Board, especially for a uh, women department uh they um they struggle uh, we uh struggled a lot to uh, convince the families and uh, we created the tournament and awareness program in different provinces um it was a great achievement for the afghanistan cricket board and uh, they had uh, lots of thing and uh, in the plant for uh, afghan women cricket team uh, but it didn't last long, and unfortunately, Taliban came and uh, everything uh, had stopped. Yeah, in August 2021 was when the evacuation happened and, and the Taliban resumed control. Before that happened, 
were you did you were you anticipating what was going to happen and you must have been scared frightened at that time oh a lot uh, i can't explain in words because um when taliban was coming to kabul the capital of afghanistan so we still were uh, uh were going to our jobs and we were everyone were doing their job when they were go- going to the organization and they everyone was thinking um because we we had the same situation before as well like uh, uh most of the time we we were hearing uh, in the news that ta- taliban took uh, some province in in afghanistan but the past government uh took it back and uh, like the the war still was going so we were thinking um they will never come to kabul and everything will be fine um and uh, we were hoping that everything should be fine and uh, we can continue our job and everything but uh when the taliban came so everyone was terrified and everyone was just just running and every everyone just just uh stopping cars taxi and they just wanted to go and uh, to go to their home and they closed every store like they closed it by themselves because everyone was so scared and uh, um they couldn't uh, stay uh, in the city they just wanted to go home because we heard that taliban already entered uh, to kabul so the only thing was uh, that everyone just going to their homes and they just wanted to hide yourself um and uh, i couldn't explain it was it was something like when when you're watching zombies movie and uh, everyone is terrified and running everywhere and uh, no one knows what to do um and only thing that they wanted to find a safe place for themselves and they they can hide themselves and uh, um as i said it was so so hard for us and we didn't know what to do and even we didn't um uh have hope that what we can do because um from the history we knew that um when the taliban came they um they stopped uh, every woman from uh, getting education and uh, uh doing their work um not just for women for men for everyone like there is no any job in afghanistan and people are starving from not having uh, any food um so everyone was terrified it was it was the bad day of my life i can't forget that yeah i think you're um when you're talking about a movie we sit on our sofas watching movies but this was this was real life and you were there how how long did you realize that and i can't imagine doing this having to leave your own country um as i said um when the taliban came so the only thing we had uh we wanted to apply for for different countries that we, we were seeking help if uh, um they uh, we were sending emails as a team that uh, we are stuck in afghanistan and now there is no hope for women um and there there would be no jobs and no education nothing but finally we received uh, 
call and message from Australia. Um, there were people, um, um, Mel Jones and Katrina uh, Ordway and Emma. They they contacted us and they 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 ask us um, uh, if they are in uh, in contact with the right person. So I told them um, uh, we were playing for Afghanistan and we are the um, girls that we got um, contract from Afghanistan cricket board and now we don't have any way to uh, leave our country. Um, so they helped us and uh, uh, it took almost uh, two or three months but it was different for every family. Uh, for most of the families it took more than months and uh, for some families, they came quickly. There was also some um, some something that uh, Australian government uh, couldn't able to help them uh, as quick uh, as possible. But finally, they work with uh, every family um, that we uh, uh, sent them a list. Uh, but as I said before, I can't explain how I was feeling and everyone was ter terrified and girls were crying and uh, they were calling me uh, Shazia what to do now everything is gone and they burned their cricket gears and uh, everything that they have from uh, cricket um, their jersey they burned it and they left it somewhere uh, that no one if no one can recognize them and they were crying what to do. So I told them that uh, at least we can try. So this is the only thing that we can try and we can, um, um, if, if someone will find us and uh, we can go from Afghanistan. And uh, finally, when the process started with the Australian government, so um, um, uh, I was uh, the person that we were helping our team. Uh, to bring them to Australia and uh, no one knows that it will work because everyone was like uh, in doubt maybe it will not work because we we applied for some other uh, countries as well but we didn't receive any reply uh, so everyone was saying no it's not gonna work what should we do um, I, I say we can just try just relax and uh, um, if it doesn't work, so we can find another way. Just uh, we can do pray and just be patient, and uh, we will con uh, we will be in touch with them. But hopefully and finally and fortunately, um, they help us. But we left everything in Afghanistan: our home, our memories, our country, everything. I read an article, Shazia that um, you were, the cricketers were all destroying all their cricket kit, bats, balls, everything was being destroyed. Were you in, in fear every day of someone knocking on the door? That's correct. Everyone, like every girl uh, that we had, even management staff or uh, the um, players, everyone was uh, so scared, <clears throat> so scared that, uh, whenever they they were hearing uh knocking on the door, so they were scared and they were sending us a message. We had a, a group 
So they were saying, there is someone. So we were telling them, just be relaxed and uh, uh, maybe the door will be for someone else. And like, I can't, I can't explain in the word, in words, because it was a very bad situation. And when I'm, uh, when I'm going back to these days, and I'm thinking how how I managed these all things, and it was so hard. Um, I couldn't imagine uh, if I if if I'm telling my story, maybe someone said, "Oh, it is like some some story," but we actually had this experience uh, in the real. Uh, it was so uh, terrifying for everyone. Everyone, I mean, we, not we, only me. We can't imagine what it must have been like. I mean. Uh... Are you then going to Pakistan? How did you get to Pakistan? Did you were you in a truck? Did you have to walk? How did you get across the border? Uh, we were in um, uh, in car. We uh, we crossed the border uh, by road, and uh, uh, we were wearing hijab and we covered our face. And uh, we had like security plan, and we were giving to the every family that how they can um, start their journey from home uh, until uh, when they get to Pakistan border. So everyone knows uh, that how uh, how they should dress and uh, how they can uh, sit in the car, and uh, we traveled by road. And when we get to the Pakistan border. There was uh, already uh, booked car from uh, Australian embassy in Pakistan, um, but we traveled by road and uh, we covered our faces and we didn't talk um, at all uh, in whole uh, way, and uh, and also um, as I mentioned, when we were leaving our country, no one talked at all in all way like. We were traveling for, from Kabul to uh, Turkham border and then from Turkham to Islamabad. And we didn't know, even we we, we didn't, um, uh, like, we, we didn't have an idea that uh, what just happened and uh, how we are leaving our country and how we can leave everything that we pulled in past few years. And we struggled a lot, especially it, it was so hard for women in Afghanistan because I had friends um, and I had friends that they were single moms and they were widow in Afghanistan. And the, the women and the girls were only a person in their home that they they were working and they were providing some food for their families. And when Taliban came, they stopped every every female every mom and every girl uh from doing any activities outside of their home and still now uh, you will see the situation that in afghanistan they they can't go to school uh, they can't get education even the, the working is like quite away uh even they can't go to school they they just can go to school under sixth grade and after sixth grade they can't continue their school and when and the girls that they were in universities they uh, they're now at, uh, at their homes so this is 
uh, not good situation for no one, not just for females, for men, for children, for everyone. And Afghanistan's situation is uh, not in good place. And people doesn't know what government want from them and what they wanted to do with them. So this is not a good situation in, in 21st century, but still we have some countries that they are facing lots of struggle in every area, women and men, especially women's uh, uh, women's are majority in Afghanistan right now. Wow, it's, um, it's so uh, enlightening hearing your voice talking about that. Uh, going back, the the Taliban took control again in August 2021. What what timescales are we talking from you in August 2021 to get into the Pakistan border? And what's what distances are we talking about? So um uh, uh I'm not quite sure about the kilometer, but um we traveled for eight hours from Kabul. I think uh six or Six or seven hours we traveled from Kabul to Pakistan border. And August twenty one, August twenty twenty one. When was this? Was this September, October? When was this? Um. Um. So as I said, every family had different situation. So we sent first group. Uh. Um. At the end of the August, and uh, uh, beginning of the September, and some families uh went. Um, on at the end of the September, and some family October, and some family even December. So it was different uh, time for every family. Uh, half of my uh, family is in Australia. Half of my family in, in Afghanistan. That must be very difficult, knowing that um, some of your family and friends must be still in 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 Afghanistan. Oh yes, it's it's so difficult. As I said. We didn't know, like for for months, like more than eight months. It uh, it took me to to gather my thoughts and um to think about my life in Australia. That what should I do and should I stop or should I live in the past or what to do? It was so hard. Even uh, people, uh, Afghani people, they live their life in trauma. So. When I'm hearing uh, ambulance uh, sound, so I'm going back to the uh, previous uh, thoughts and the situation that we had in Afghanistan. So when we were hearing ambulance, so we knew that there is something happened. Maybe someone killed someone or there is bomb blast and uh, like lots of things. Um, it is so hard for, for us, for migrants. Um, to to gather their thoughts and uh, to decide what to do and to decide how to um, start their life again. It, it is not an easy thing. Uh, but by the time, it, it gets better. But it's it's so hard. You mentioned a few minutes ago about the um, Australian cricket authorities. Have they been wonderful from the, from the beginning, really, and... In, in, in managing to get you out of Afghanistan across the border and and into Australia? Uh, yeah, they are, as I said before, uh, they were uh, so supportive and they um, they showed very kind, uh, kindness and their kindness and love. 
and support um when we reached um australia so after like a few days um they took us to play some cricket game and to show us around and uh, uh they um uh they mentioned few cricket clubs in every states so over cricket girls living in different states uh, not just in canberra so they have uh, facilities um and uh, if uh, some players want to continue their cricket journey so they have access to the uh, cricket clubs and uh, they uh, gave us uh, cricket gear and um, they are helping us um and uh, as i said it takes time but um they they were very helpful and they helped us a lot and you're still in contact with the other afghanistan uh cricketers uh yes um so we had uh, 25 contracted player but there was still uh, lots of uh, women player that they were playing cricket and um, um as i explained our situation in afghanistan so they are still in the same situation and uh, um even they can't go outside from home and uh, there are lots of restriction for women um and uh, yeah they they are in the same situation their but, uh, circumstances is not changed but the other uh, cricketers that have left uh, afghanistan and as you say who are around australia you, you keep in good contact with your other fellow afghanistanian cricketers uh yes uh, we are in contact and uh, but um life is so busy so everyone um as i explained my situation so i had to put my life i, I have to do anything so they are also busy in their life and uh most uh, most of the girls they are playing the same uh like they are playing cricket with different clubs and uh, they are busy in their life and they uh um, they're uh, starting to build their life in in australia shazia most of the afghanistan women cricketers have gone to australia some of i believe gone to canada as well um um I believe so yeah there is some uh, some players there in in Canada so as i said when when taliban came everyone just wanted to go from afghanistan so i believe uh, maybe uh, i'm not sure because i'm not con- contacted with them uh, maybe one player would be in london uh, in uk um canada and australia yes And when did you actually arrive in Australia just to give it a, a a sort of time scale here? It was uh 29th of October 2021. Certainly a day you remember. This podcast has been very much involved with fair break and uh, one of your colleagues Tuba played it at fair break. Uh yes that's correct. Um um uh... I really fond of for fair break because uh, they're working um way hard for women cricket uh for every uh, they're selecting players from every country which is great and uh, I really like them and uh, yes she played and uh, uh as I know 
most of the uh, associated members uh, and uh, also they play like from different countries and uh, um, I have been following them um, and watching their um, highlights. Uh, hopefully, uh, um, if I, I can get a chance to play and uh, to have a chat with different uh, players and to know about their experience and they can show and uh, tell me or give me some tips that I can focus on, that would be great. Is there any hope of, because there's so many of the Afghanistan cricketers now in Australia, is there ever a hope of the players playing together as an Afghanistan team? Um, actually, this is a big question. Um, I don't know, actually, because uh, if if there is any chance, uh, I would love to. But I'm not sure about this one. But as I said, I love cricket. And through my cricket, I want to show um, the ability of Afghan women um, that they are capable of to play cricket. But uh, to play in a, uh, under Afghan women team, uh, that would be great if if we can. But I'm not sure because th- this is two different countries and uh, uh, like Afghanistan is different country and Australia is different country. And I'm not sure if, if there is any law that they can allow to two teams in one country. I'm not sure about that. Uh, we'll see in the future uh, what others decide. But that would be nice if there is a team so we can play for our, uh, our country. And what are your thoughts on the Afghanistan men's team continuing to play at the the top level? Uh, as I said, um, they were my um, inspiration to join the cricket. And uh, uh, I'm really proud of them because uh, they also faced uh, and they're facing lots of uh, bad situation and they they did cricket in in very hard um, security problem in Afghanistan because the situation was same for boys and girls as well, but uh, especially for women, they, there was lots of uh, bad condition. But um, I would say they should uh, play in high level because they deserve that. And uh, um, there is nothing wrong with the Afghan boys cricket team because they struggle a lot in their own way and uh, we struggle a lot in our own way and we are still doing it and uh, they have to play and uh, because um um they struggle a lot as i said and uh, they were they uh, at the time they didn't have much support um and they were spending money from their pocket and uh, uh, now they're in very good situation, so it wouldn't be fair with them to stop them playing uh, cricket in the top level because their skills and ability are so high now, right now. So you followed them in the T20 World Cup and, and you will be in the uh, 50 over World Cup in India later this year? Uh, yes, for sure. So Afghanistan and Australia are my favorite teams and uh, I... Uh, I love watching England team as well uh, as as well as India and some other uh, high uh, high level cricket. 
because as a player you can learn different skills from different teams and um uh, uh for for afghanistan yes they um they will play better and uh, uh it's it's not fair because i'm saying this it's not fair with afghan afghani people as i said they're living in trauma and um they struggle for 20 years and after 20 years this cricket is the only hope for everyone not just in uh, in afghanistan like all around the world that afghan living in different countries so this is the only hope and only um happiness that they have so if we'll take this from afghani people so uh what what will stay with them so cricket is only hope for them to watch them in um in international stadiums and uh, um i i would say yes i would love to watch them and uh, it it wouldn't be fair with afghan people um so if we we are talking about the human rights so men are all also human so we shouldn't do the work that we uh, we say no they are not allowed because they struggle and they they now in very good situation so um they have to play and uh, they should be in the in the uh, in the place that they are well you have rashid khan who's uh, currently the number 1 t20 player in the world bowler in the world uh yes uh, i think most of the people are fan of him and uh i i must well because i i'm i'm doing leg break and uh, um uh inshallah one day i want to become um uh, like female rashid khan in the world because uh uh he's a, a leg break bowler and uh, i'm a leg break bowler from afghanistan he's also from afghanistan so uh, i have been watching his bowling and um, his techniques that he's using so i'm wanting on it um yeah and we have like lots of great players more as well well hopefully one day you'll get to meet rashid khan as well um actually i met rashid khan in uh, in afghanistan so um because uh, i was working in afghanistan cricket board so player were coming uh, to afghanistan cricket board more often uh, and i i met him before but um uh i want to uh, hopefully if uh, uh if i get chance to play uh, more advanced cricket and uh, that people uh, can see me that how i'm playing so that would be more interesting Let's get back to Carly because the new season at East Lake Cricket Club is due to start on the 6th of October I understand. Uh, how much are you looking forward to seeing Shazia playing in 2023-2024? Uh very excited. Um yeah, it's good to have good to have her and her sister back again this season. Um really looking forward to getting in there behind the stumps. again uh we might have to change up the signals i think some of the batters were cotton, cottoning on to it um towards the end of the season um but uh yeah she's she's absolutely she's really worked hard over the off season uh and i'm looking forward to um you know to how she can lift this season uh and you know maybe we can go all the way this season and and get the premierships well let's hope so at time at the time recording you're also you've just started nets that's correct yes 
So you so you've seen Shazia bowling again in the nets uh, already this season. Yeah, yep. She's she's ready to go. She's ripping them in, and um, yeah, absolutely looking forward to once we get out there on the turf wickets and yeah, see how far they're, they're turning. Well, best of luck for the the upcoming season. It's always difficult. You get confused with the. 2023-2024 angle but uh, best luck to Eastlake <laughs> Cricket Club and thank you uh, Carly for being on the paddock and the pavilion Thank you very much, appreciate it Well thank you very much Shazia for being on the, the paddock and the pavilion it's been like no in, no other interview I've ever done uh, to hear your story of, of how you're now safely in, in Australia uh, and your cricketing journey, have you got any final thoughts you'd, you'd like to to say to listeners um thank you so much uh, to giving me a time to speak some words about my um journey to australia and some experience that i had in afghanistan uh thank you and uh, um like when someone is moving from country to another country so there is lots of difference um and i never I never spoke that much. Uh, like, I have been learning English since uh, uh, 2021. I didn't speak English as much as uh, I'm speaking now in Australia. So this is the other barrier for for every migrant. And uh, I have lots of things in, in my mind, but maybe I can't express it, express it uh, in the way that I want. Because of my uh, English, uh, but hopefully one day, um, if my English got perfect, so I can speak more better than that. Um, but thank you uh, for giving me a time, and I know I spoke a lot. <laughs> it was uh, a long interview, I guess. Um, and thank you so much. Uh, hopefully, women everywhere get a better chance uh, to pursue their career and and have safe place to get education and do some work and to support their family and community. Well, thank you very much, um, Shazia. I mean, I think your English is is very good. It's uh, And um, it's been a, a great listen and thank you very much again. And thank you so much. Thank you. Podcast Network.